Welcome to Sure and Steadfast, a podcast for women with practical and biblical encouragement for the everyday challenges we face as born-again believers. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I will be sharing my daily faith journey with you, the valleys, the victories, and everything in between. Welcome to Episode 10 of Sure and Steadfast. It is good to be back after a short one-week break. I spent the week working on upcoming episodes. It's amazing how much time actually goes into 10 to 15 minute episodes. Today, I will focus on the topic of reflecting Christ. A song that was on a CD that played in our house often growing up had a line in it that simply said, He took what the world saw as worthless and created a masterpiece. I always loved hearing that. It was always a reminder of the mercy of my Father, my Savior. To me, that lyric always spoke volumes of who God is and who I am in relation to who He is. In the world of art, a masterpiece is the most outstanding work of a creative artist or craftsman. When I think of all the things that the Lord has created, I think of beautiful lakes, the oceans, mountains, the vast variety of vegetation, animals, insects, and birds. I cannot help but think, we as humans are only part of his creation, and we are the only part that he provides, through his grace, a plan to save. We are the only part of his creation that he has a desire to have with him in eternity. I believe that because of this, I would be safe to say that when we receive Christ, we are his masterpiece, a new creation, his prized workmanship. In the world of artists and art, one common theme is this. The masterpiece always reflects and represents the artist or the craftsman. This is a sobering reminder that I should always be a reflection of my Savior. When we accept Christ as our King, we are made into something new through Christ. This is not for the purpose of being looked at or being admired, but rather to the glory of our Savior, bearing fruit, serving Him. If we are to reflect the beauty of what God has created us to be, it will show in all areas of our lives, our behavior, our speech, our relationships, our temperament. So how can we, as God's masterpiece, reflect the Lord? I picked a portion of scripture to comb through briefly. As I was preparing for this episode, I came upon this scripture, and I felt that it touched on many traits or attributes that, if cultivated in our spiritual lives, would help us develop a more Christ-like character. 2 Peter 1 5 to 11 says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self control, to self control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. 
Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The scriptures are filled with exhortations to the believer. In the scripture I just read in 2 Peter 1, 5-11, I find seven traits or attributes that we are encouraged to focus on. Peter is obviously speaking to those who already believe here, those who have faith. So the first thing I want to look at is faith. What exactly is faith? Faith is a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. It is a firm persuasion and assurance. In our spiritual lives, faith is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance that the Lord is working even though we are not always able to see it. Faith requires us to be obedient to God, putting aside all self-reliance, all self-interest, and trust in Him completely. Faith often requires us to surrender our whole being into an unknown and place our dependence fully on God. Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the basic ingredient to begin our relationship with God. And just like your favorite recipe, the basic ingredient needs additional ingredients to bring it to its fullest potential. The scripture in Second Peter goes on to mention seven characteristics or attributes that we are exhorted to add to our faith. The first is virtue. Virtue is simply moral excellence or holding to a standard of right. Then it goes on to mention knowledge. We all know what knowledge is. Knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education, through theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. So in the realm of our spiritual life, I would say this would apply to our knowledge of the Word of God and using this knowledge with discernment. Then Second Peter mentions self-control. Self-control is a discipline that God grows in us when we continually choose to die to our flesh and live in Christ. After self-control, we are exhorted to perseverance. What is perseverance? The definition for perseverance is Continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. In my spiritual life, I typically think of perseverance to be steadfast in faith at all times, in the valley and on the mountaintops. After perseverance, we are exhorted to godliness. This is something that will only come and develop through true devotion to God, learning and applying the word to our lives, continually seeking to know more. The last two characteristics that are mentioned in the scripture are brotherly kindness and love. So we are exhorted to practice kindness towards our brothers and sisters in Christ and to love them. I truly believe that cultivating these attributes will help us be a masterpiece that reflects our Savior. What are some things that we can do in our day-to-day lives that will help us be a reflection of our Lord? I put together five ways that we can be a better reflection of God. First, spend time with your Savior. Spend time with Jesus. 
I might be weird, but sometimes when you see a married couple that has been together for many years, you start noticing that they start to resemble one another in characteristics and sometimes even in looks, which is weird. The same can be true with you and Jesus. The more we spend time in intimate fellowship with him, the more his likeness will be transferred to our lives. Second, recognize that you cannot do this on your own and invite the Holy Spirit to change you from the inside out. If we want to be more like Jesus, we must take care of our connection with the vine. If we do, the fruit of the Spirit will come as a direct result of the work of the Lord in our lives. We won't have to self-manufacture a likeness to Christ if we do this. My third point is that we need to cultivate a genuine interest in the lives of others. We live in a self-indulgent world, a world filled with people more interested in themselves than anything else. Ask God to give you a genuine heart and a curiosity to know other people better. Ask God for eyes of grace to see each individual as he sees them and a heart to love them as he does. 1 John 3:16-18 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Fourth, be available. Now I know this is not always easy. This is probably one of my greatest struggles. I must admit that I am often envious of those that have the gift of availability. A willingness to be interrupted. An active willingness to display, like Christ does, an availability to stop and tangibly love others, even in the midst of a busy day. Lastly, give God all the glory. If we want to be more like Jesus, we need to keep God at the center of everything that we do. When he works in and through our lives, let's be sure to give him the credit. In moments of failure, let's give him the broken pieces, trusting that he will know how to use it all for his glory. In all circumstances, be quick to give him praise. Spending time each day in the presence of God does something powerful in your walk with him. Actively focusing our hearts on him. Are you truly reflecting the Savior like an artist's masterpiece does or should? Or is your reflection a bit muddy? What is obscuring the reflection of God in your life? We are made by mercy, shaped in love, and formed by the Father's hand. Sit at his feet. Behold his beauty. As we do this, we will end up looking more like our Savior and less like ourselves. And I can't think of anything more wonderful than that. Join me here again next week. I will be sharing about the importance of counting your blessings and practicing gratitude and how it can be the antidote to any feelings of negativity in our lives. Have a good week.